We have a name. That is right. We have a name for Baby Yoda. And this is the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. And I'm Nate, the uh, the third guy who occasionally shows up to talk about The Mandalorian. So at, at this point, from how often you've joined, do we have to pay you? No. <laughs> No, I this is oh, okay, look, this is uh reward enough. Cool. We don't we don't even get paid, so yeah, I yeah. mean we don't we don't really have the funds for you, but it's just nice that you're willing to join. Yeah. yeah. My my pleasure, gentlemen. It's it's my pleasure to to watch the Mandalorian with the knowledge that like I'm gonna be discussing it with some people the next day and uh and we certainly do have a lot to talk about today, I'll tell you that much. I mean, like I said from the very opening of this show we have a name yeah which just feels weird no it 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 does feel a little strange it does i i want to talk about it yes if you don't mind i i think we start off the top with that i mean obviously we can get to the fact that ahsoka freaking tano is in it spoilers (laughs) i want to i want well spoilers yeah clearly (laughs) but i want i want to talk about baby yoda for a second yes and his name which Josh Grogu 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 I not what I expected I'm kind of still 50 50 about baby Yoda having a name for me I personally kind of like the idea of him just being the child but Grogu Grogu's gonna probably grow on me as we go he was at the Jedi temple he could have been one of the the padawans that was um is that uh, less confirmed? fortunate less no, fortunate i don't you know. know what's you know what's gonna you know what's gonna happen now though people are gonna now that we know he was at the jedi temple we're gonna get memes on the good old internet where yes. instead of that kid going master skywalker there's too many of them they're gonna substitute uh grogu baby yoda into there um no uh because you know he would have been there during order 66 which is Man, that's a hell of a thing. I have not cussed on this show before, and Josh, get the get the bleepy button ready. Holy <laughs> shit! This this episode was uh, was a hell of a time for for raising complexity, stakes, excitement, and I'm I'm with Matt in some raising questions. Yeah. yeah. Raising questions. I I will say, I kind of went into this episode thinking, all right, I'm gonna have a lot of my answers, or a lot of my questions answered. And I left with not getting those answers on top of now asking more questions. I, I agree. However, I do think that it, we're starting to like focus in and I can see the the climax of the season sharpening into view. Like when you're at the eye doctor and they start putting the little things over and you can start reading the eye chart. I think that I can start reading the eye chart for what's going to be the end game of this season. And I thought that I could read that two episodes ago. But boy, was I wrong! For, first of which, you know, the, the kid's got a name now. And I'm, I'm with you in some measure, Matt. I think it's weird not to think of him as the child or Baby Yoda. But, uh, I mean, he, he had a name. He's been around for yeah. 50 years. The question is whether or not we were going to learn it. And we, we did. And I, I don't, I'm not sure I have a huge problem with that, but it does feel a little uncomfortable. I, I, I will give you that. Yeah. Do, do we know if... Ahsoka used the Force to determine his name, or she remembered from him as a as a youngling in the Jedi Temple that his name was Grogu. Well, she and does that wait? Is Grogu is Grogu a guy name or a girl name? Do we it's know? A, it's a guy. He yeah. says Ahsoka says he. Okay, got it. You know, she does say I've only ever seen one other of his kind, and she seemed really excited to see not just like 
it, it wasn't I interpreted her excitement the way that Rosario Dawson acted it. That it wasn't just someone she'd seen before in her past, but it was like a new exciting thing. She'd seen, you know, this is the first time she's seeing another of Yoda's species. So maybe she doesn't remember him. I mean, the Jedi Temple was big. There was over a thousand Jedi. So maybe. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I feel like if you run into another Yoda species, you would remember that. You know, mm, yeah, it's not like it's another human force sensitive person. It's not like another um, Twi'lek or, or, or any of the other like kind of more common species in the Star Wars universe. I mean, it's a it's a Yoda species that we've only now seen two ever. Um, I, I feel like that would be something to re- be remembered by. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay, I want to say something real quick. Yes. So, you know in the forest scene when Mando's walking down trying to find Ahsoka, and he's, like, contracted to, to kill her, but he's not going to, of course, not going to do it. Right. So, I thought in the background, again, I, I stayed up with Nate and, and one of our other friends. We were all, like, talking. And in the forest scene, you know Ahsoka's bird, Moray, or it's a convor? Oh, yeah. The, Did uh, you see that? One? I thought I saw it in the trees. Oh, interesting. I, I was, like, freaking out a little bit. I didn't know if anybody else saw that. I did not. And of course, I, I'll know, have to last, go back and look. The last time we would have seen that bird is at the end of the Clone Wars, you know. Yeah. Which, oh God, Dave Filoni really knows how to push my buttons about Star Wars. Oh, you mean Rebels? Well, I mean, I the most recent thing to come out would be yeah, the, that's the finale true. of Clone Wars. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, just like, I got to give it up for Dave Filoni on this one, because like, I was really dubious when I was a kid, and he was like, Who, who's this guy taking over the Star Wars show? He wears a cowboy hat? What the hell? But, like, if you're making a yes. show about the Clone Wars, the last shot of that show, you're, you're going to have to know ahead of time that it's going to be Darth Vader walking away into the distance and fading out in the reflection of a clone's visor, uh, mm-hmm. of a dead clone's visor. And that's, like, it ended, the, it, it ended on the perfect... It's very poetic. Yeah, it's really poetic. It <laughs> ended poetry. on the perfect note. <laughs> And holy crap, the this episode hits that same kind of punch. It's got oomph. It's got chutzpah. Chutzpah. And I, I got to give it to Dave Filoni for, for giving me that because holy cow, I've got lots to talk about in this episode. I feel like the least of which is, is his name being Grogu. Yes. I want to I highlight something that we saw. So obviously the, the episode starts out with Ahsoka. So I think it, it seems appropriate now to to discuss Ahsoka. Uh-huh. And they did a phenomenal job with the, the design and, and the transition. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the voices didn't quite match. Makes sense. Really don't care. Obviously. I really don't but care. Her t- her tone and how she talked. Like, her body language, it, too. It matched. Like her body her, language, everything matched with that. You, yeah. you can really tell that, that the actress really, really, like... Wasn't it, she? She wasn't just like, all right, I'm playing this orange alien. Let's get this over with. She, she, she studied, and and Rosario Dawson wanted to play Ahsoka for a long time. So yeah. this is like a d- dream come true for her. I thought I was gonna be a little bit weird with her voice not being like Ashley Eckstein, and it wasn't that weird. You know what? It was she made it like the accent, not like the accent. There's no accent to it, but she. Yeah. Her yeah. tone, though. If yeah, I'm her doing, tone match. Yeah. If yeah. I'm doing my math right, Ahsoka would be in her, what, late 30s by this point. And so I'm not at all upset about, you know, she, she seems much more confident and mature. And so in that last, last little bit of Rebels, when Sabine is, you know, 
she she looks out and Ahsoka's there and she's got a big staff and she like you know you know confidently like sets it down when she's wearing that cloak that's the kind of Ahsoka that I think we saw in this episode god the character consistency is just something that you don't see from a group of films that rhyme with the sequel trilogy oh I said it accidentally oh boy but uh, the character consistency is... You mean the prequel trilogy? Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Oh, I had okay. to. It's okay. But, like... I, I gotta ask. Yeah. Does she not have another outfit? I, I mean, no... I, I no love one the in outfit. the Star Wars out, uh, universe has another outfit. They, have, they Luke, never change their Luke, outfits. Leia, except and, for... Yeah. Literally, except for Padme. No one changed their outfits ever through any of the films, basically. Well, Luke, Luke had a different one in each, Luke, in yeah, each original Luke trilogy. Han was pretty static. Leia had a different yeah. one in each, in each trilogy. In the sequel trilogy, they're always wearing the same stuff. I mean, they make a point to like, point out that, like, hey, that is Poe Dameron's jacket on Finn. Mm-hmm. But, but, I mean, I don't know. I, hey, but he liked it on him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I think I think if you're gonna make if you're gonna make a whole hullabaloo about bringing back a character, I think you know it's one of the ways that you can you can call back some familiarity. So I yeah. did, I didn't mind that she didn't. I change, I just was I was like, man, this yeah. looks very familiar. And then I like looked at it more, and I was like, wait, that's her basically her entire outfit from Rebels, her World Between Worlds outfit. Yeah, is this before when she finds Sabine at the end of Rebels or after? Well, that's I that's, don't know. That's a question because that that yeah. that episode takes place. That episode takes place. Um, what like a couple years after the Battle of Endor because it's post Endor. Yeah, it's post-Endor. Sabine, Sabine's narration talks about that. The fact that she's looking for Thrawn, Thrawn at this point. Ah, uh, yes, and, and searching and searching on her own. I'm going to assume searching on her own at this point, if she's asking about where Thrawn is. Right. I'm going to assume that her and Sabine have not connected yet. Yes. And and Thrawn showing up uh, in, in name is why I think that things are starting to come into focus. Cause she it's asked, coming to fruition. Right. And I just had a, had, a, had a thought. That staff that she's got at the end of rebels i want to go back and watch the clip and see that if it's if it's the same beskar staff that from this episode uh because that would answer your question about timeline josh but you know ezra and thrawn are out there somewhere and they bring up thrawn so well okay so so uh rather than ahsoka training the kid and i'd like to talk about her decision not to train yeah she's like hey go to this place and take him to the top of this mountain and put him on a seeing stone and he'll decide and it'll call out to another Jedi, right? So now Luke, 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 it's stop not, it! It's not going to stop be Luke. it. However, there are a couple of things that make sense given what, what we've just introduced. So Ezra and Thrawn are out there somewhere. Ahsoka Tano is no longer the end game of this season. She might come back, but like I expected her to be the last episode until I found out mm-hmm. that Dave Filoni directed this one. And hey, we're here. Thrawn is introduced, so maybe Ezra is going to hear this call, and maybe Thrawn is going to be, you know, an antagonist introduced here at the end of the second season. That would sort of make Moff Gideon small potatoes in comparison, right? The other, the other possibility I've he, got. Moff, Ge- Moff Gideon is quickly turning into a Snoke. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I would. I, I, I have no problem with Moff getting re- being replaced by Thrawn, or maybe even answering to Thrawn. I, I wonder if Thrawn's just gonna gonna take care of Moff Gideon. <laughs> yeah. 
and he'll die with the well out like we yeah. but um <laughs> like we said the other the other possibility i can think of and bear with me on this only if ahsoka comes back for the last episode i could see that jedi being mace gonna swear again motherfucking windu <laughs> i could see that being the case only because you yeah. you've now introduced the character You've introduced two characters, actually, that have beef with Mace Windu. You've got Ahsoka, and you've got Boba Fett, who hasn't shown up since the first episode. And I'm hoping that wasn't just, a, like, a two-second teaser for no reason. But, my gosh. It was, spinoff. I, it's probably spin-off. for a spinoff. It's probably for a spinoff show, to be honest. It might be a way to reintroduce him. Re- there, is, there is a slim chance, because you've, you've introduced two characters that have, you know, narrative conflict with this, with this other character that we didn't actually see die. Samuel so, Jackson does want to reprise his role, right? And so I could see that either being hinted, or or something along those lines. But if Ahsoka doesn't come back ever in this season, it's not going to be Mace. Then it'll just be a pipe dream. It's likely. I think Ezra is more likely to be of Cal Kestis. Could be Cal Kestis. There, there is some rumors that Cal might show up at some point. Right. There, we, there was talk it, of that. It really depends on how they take the second game of Jedi Fallen Order. I've really talked. I've talked about this a couple times, but I'm not sure I want it to be about Cal the second the second game. I'd be fine with Cal showing up here, but I want I want more more stories about Jedi that that had a tough time through Order sixty six, and I think that you could expand that, and you might have a fun time playing as the uh, the Night Sister, and I think I've talked Mary, about that yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, update on the staff it is not the same i don't believe okay in rebels it is a circular top or circular base and there is no circle on the staff in this up in cool. the mandalorian it's only a spearhead and then the base or the bottom of it is flat gotcha so that doesn't lead me to believe that that's the same okay along the lines of how this can develop forward we've got three episodes right I don't want another. Wait, we have to do this thing. I gotta fix my ship, or we gotta stop off here oh, for yeah, gas. No, and no filler. Gonna happen. It'll kill the I'll pacing. Be... We yep. we started a ramp up, and we gotta follow through. If we if we hit the brakes, I'm gonna be very upset. I didn't agree with the the pacing episode on Navarro. The mm-hmm. the filler for Star Wars fans. As soon as you say, "Hey, go meet Ahsoka Tano," I think at that point you don't need a filler episode even if you're not gonna make it to like let's say ahsoka's not there i don't or maybe you get interrupted mid-flight yeah or something and then ahsoka has to find you and like you you, you're left on like a cliffhanger that's fine that's fine i i uh, i I disagreed with that filler episode and i don't think we should have any more the rest of the season i don't think we should have any more i'm not sure that the navarro episode was filler it's again like it raised it it was for the yeah raise the stakes with the, the tracker and then I want to get into the tracker, right? Because, because that's now that now they might be able to find Ahsoka, because I, I don't know. Yeah, if you want to hook, if she stays on the planet. If you want to, if you want to put a hook out to try and and bait Ahsoka back into the series again, I think the tracker is the way to do it. She'll have a run in with the Empire if they show up at that city, and then uh, she'll realize that Mando and and Grogu are in, are in trouble, and so we'll she'll have to try and catch up with them. I think that that's the most logical least jumping through hoops method of bringing her back if she is brought back i agree i kind of thought differently okay i thought what would happen they go to tython which also as an old republic nerd tython makes me so just hearing the word tython 
got me giddy. Obviously, in Star Wars: The Old Republic, that's if if you start on the Jedi path, that's where you start. It's it's basically the one of the most sacred temples that you that you have at this point. Okay. So I'm I'm I was very even in even when I was reading all these books in Legends, I was very a post Battle of Endor focused kind of dude. So can you give me a little bit more detail? You're the old Republic expert here, Matt. So uh... yes, 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 yes. So for for those of you that don't know, Tython is part of the Deep Core. It's basically it's known as the location for the Jedi Order's first temple. So it's like it's like the sacred homeworld of the Jedi, basically. Okay. That's like the the big history behind it. Well, that's 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 exciting because if it's in the Deep Core, that gives us more run-ins with Imperials and New Republic possibly in yep. in the future for our characters so see we're already learning stuff that could affect the plot god i'm so excited this is great um it appears in the dr uh afra series because yeah. dr afra brought vader and and all the empire to tython this will be the first time we're gonna see I, i'm just because i think we will make it to tython i think this is gonna be the first time we will see in movie television form yeah I'm pretty excited. That sort of critical planet for the Jedi. Uh, so yeah. the kids go into kids go into that planet now because Ahsoka is not going to train him. What did you guys think about Ahsoka's reluctance or refusal to train to train the child? I thought it was valid because Ahsoka was probably had some PTSD from you know the Anakin situation, knowing her master turned into Darth Vader, yeah. losing like everything through the Clone Wars. I mean, she was she was trained in the battle of, of the clone wars. And she was like one of the, the few to wake up to see how the Jedi changed because of the war. And yeah, she definitely saw that she didn't want to be responsible for Grogu to turn to the dark side. And we've seen him. Oh my him. gosh. She used Grogu in a sentence and it just, ah, it still is hard for me. <laughs> it's really, it's really hard for me to uh, get around that. We, we see that Grogu has forced choke. He choked Cara Dune and, and uh yeah so like there is some it's not he's right. not like fully light attachment. anymore yeah, yeah he's got this attachment and he was he he does anything to save mando as well as mando does anything to save him right for ahsoka to refuse to train grogu or the yeah. child i think that was a smart decision but and let the force decide via the temple and the the jedi right. ghost maybe yoda maybe obi-wan we'll see who who pops up but. So what happens if obviously she's refusing to train, mm-hmm. but what happens if another Jedi comes along and is like, "I will go do this." You know, how would that work? Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, this baby here. Yeah, another Jedi already said that they won't train because he's so attached to me. Well, I I think that that's so. So I want to I want to get into what I feel good and bad about this this whole situation. So. The whole I'm not going to train him is set up beautifully because she's like, move the rock. And in the beginning of the episode, he he kind of pockets the, the little ball from his spaceship. And that was like a l- lovely little, like cute little symbol of the connection between them. And that's when Ahsoka realizes it is set up beautifully. But, you know, I was thinking and she's like, you know, he's a, he has an attachment. He can't be a Jedi or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But she knew Kanan from Rebels. And he certainly had some attachments, and you know he he was a fine he was a perfectly fine Jedi. However, he did sort of walk in the gray side. He you know True. meditated with and talked with uh, Bendu, who was you know the one in the middle. 
and that got me thinking about rebels, which put me on the topic of Ezra. This is my answer to your question, Matt, because if Ezra is the one that hears, he's certainly not going to have any problems with attachments because Kanan, who was like the king of attachments and being a good Jedi, was his mentor. So he'll be like, Ahsoka didn't want him to train the kid because he didn't have because he had an attachment. Fine. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I could definitely yeah. see that if Ezra is, in fact, the end game of the season. You know, that's one way that the narrative threads could come together. I don't know if it's going to happen, but uh, I think that's the most likely explanation for another Jedi being fine, fine with it. Yeah, and that's what I kind of want to transition the rest of this review episode around, is where fully where we see the rest of the season heading. Do we get to see Thrawn, is Thrawn and Ezra being incorporated into the Mandalorian and all this? And so I kind of want to start, I, I, I guess I'll start with my feelings and what I, where I see it going. And mm-hmm. then I'll have you guys respond to that and tell us what you guys are thinking too. So for me, I see Mando and the baby, the baby, the child, Grogu, going to Tython, standing up top and, and getting the signal out. And as after that happens, as they're like returning, the Empire is going to arrive. And I think that it's going to be overwhelming for Mando and the Empire is going to steal Baby Yoda, or Grogu, the child. I'm, all the nicknames. I'm just going uh-huh, through all the nicknames uh-huh. at this point. Um, so kind of like somewhat in Rebels... Yes, where... and then you're going to have Mando basically assemble to retake Grogu with Ahsoka, Bo-Katan. You're going to get Grief and Cara Dune again. Uh-huh. You're going to get the full band gonna back get the together, band back basically. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's reasonable, especially for a three-episode arc. I think that's very reasonable for a three-episode arc. For, for pacing, I, and you have it be almost like, I, I don't know if it'll be maybe the end of last episode, maybe the end of next episode is when we see the Empire arrive sort right. of thing. Then the second before the season finale is the Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, lose Grogu, and then go and seek out everyone else, and then the assault of the Imperial Complex takes place in for the last episode so the same thing kind of premises the last season where the stormtroopers take baby yoda and then they they get get him back well uh ig 11 gets back baby yoda and then comes yeah and rescues them so kind of like that but in, in this case it's more so empire takes because him they raise the stakes then, of what happens if the empire yeah, gets right. them so now okay. din has to go back and explain what he saw and what might be it might be used right. for i i agree wholeheartedly with mm. matt i think the next episode like at the end or maybe shortly before the end of the next episode baby yoda will be be on the the top of the mountain and then we'll you know maybe he called out maybe he didn't we're not really sure he'll look cute and be like uh-huh. and he's like come on kid <laughs> do the thing and then the empire will kidnap him at the end of that episode and then the next episode you know second from last will be gathering the troops and sort of making, you know, starting their assault against whatever whatever fortress they have him in or whatever peril he's in. And then the last episode will be, mm-hmm. you know, the last sort of, you know, you know, this is this is the I'm I'm Dave Filoni and I approve this message sort of signature on the last bit. Lots of action, lots of 
uh, closed up with a little nice little bow character moments. And then I think at the end of the last episode, after Baby Yoda, you know, because they're not sure if he called out on the top of the mountain or if the Jedi heard him or whatever, a Jedi will like show up. Who that Jedi is, whether it's Cal or Ezra, or Mace, Mother Windu, wh- whoever that is, they'll show up at the end of the last episode and be like, I heard your call. I'm here. That's how Mace Windu sounds. That That's I, what I think. <laughs> see, but but Ezra and Thrawn are supposed to be trapped together uh-huh. mm-hmm. at this point. I guess we don't know. We don't know where the timeline is, and, and maybe Ahsoka's already found him, and that's why she's helping out and trying to find leads because she wants to hunt down Thrawn at this point. Maybe maybe Ezra. And- that makes me a little bit sad because I really want a spinoff of their story of how to find Ezra and Thrawn. And and that's what I'm worried about is that we're not going to get that spinoff that obviously a, a lot of us desire. That instead it's going to be incorporated into the Mandalorian. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. I'm not about sure that. I want a full spinoff about that. That's it's that's a lo- it's a substantial narrative thread, and they're two of my favorite characters. But I'm not even sure that it's worth the time of an anthology film let alone a, an eight-part miniseries a la The Mandalorian. A four-part Kenobi series? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't want every little thing to be specified. You know, it, Certainly Thrawn is out of whatever trap they were in because he's pulling the strings behind at least this magistrate lady and possibly Moff Gideon. So if he's out, maybe Ezra is, but I don't, we're not sure where Ezra would be, you know? You don't you don't need yeah. an eight part television show to answer those questions. That's that's a twenty minute flashback in dramatic form. I, I don't know. I would like to see. I I would like to see Ezra at least in in live action. Ahsoka. I, I'm glad they did Ahsoka. I'd love to see Sabine. I don't know what they're gonna do with Thrawn. Thrawn in live action. Ooh, ooh. How do you feel about that? The chi- chiss live action chiss sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm for it. Um, it'll be very interesting to see. I think we all kind of have similar ideas on how we foresee the season ending. The Tython twist will be really interesting. Like I said, as an old Republic nerd, I'm I'm for it. I want to see it. It's a beautiful planet in the game, so I can only imagine what they're going to do in 2020 with great scenery. True. I've been so. waiting since... So Thrawn you know, first appeared in Old Legends books, a trilogy called Heir to the Empire, which I read probably when I was yep. in fifth or sixth grade many many years ago these books came out in the early 90s and i you know thrawn showed up in some video games in the meantime like you know empire at war and star wars tie fighter but like i've been waiting to see him in live action big screen form for so long and when disney bought star wars in 2013 i was like oh maybe thrawn will be the villain of the new trilogy and that didn't happen but uh you know maybe it'll happen now maybe Maybe he'll be the antagonist for whatever comes in the future for The Mandalorian. Star Wars certainly has a habit of introducing Thrawn in the third season of a television show. So uh... that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's where it's like I I feel like you could get a strong Rebels spinoff. Yes. Is after you find Ezra, it could be the pursuit of Thrawn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could do something along those lines. I can't help but notice that there's there's three chairs in the cockpit of the Razor Crest, and only two of them are filled. If we get <laughs> if we get Ezra as like a third companion, um, I would not complain. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't either. That's fair. Well, I think that about wraps up this episode. 
Josh, do you want to remind all the Padawans out there who we are talking about on Wednesday? We are talking about Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah super excited for it. Uh, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at WannabeJediCast. Make sure to go follow us on Facebook and Instagram at WannabeJediPodcast. And check out the website. Yes, go check out the website. Nate, it was a pleasure having you on yet again. I hope you uh, have a good rest of your week, and we'll talk again on Friday. Uh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, and we'll see if, uh, we'll see if the uh, course predictions that we've made come true. Um, mm-hmm. And that'll be the if first they do, of, that'll be the first of three. So, yeah. If they do, I, I'm gonna make a bet with the Padawans out there. If we were correct with this next prediction, I think you, the Padawan out there, have to go tell three of your friends about this podcast. That'd be, I think that's a fair deal, don't you guys think? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah, tell three yeah, people yeah. every day about this stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're not telling three people about us daily, I think you're slacking. Yeah. <laughs> I kid, I kid. But until then, take care, everyone. I hope you guys all had a safe Thanksgiving and Black Friday, and we'll see you guys all very soon. Goodbye. May the force be with you all.